Paul O'Connell, travel editor of the Irish Independent. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you doing, Brendan? I'm good, Paul. And Paul, you have a wheeze, a, a, a system kind of. Uh, January is often the month where people plan out their days off work for the year. And we obviously have a bank holiday looming next weekend. You say, if we're clever about it, you can make your annual leave days stretch that you can actually more than double them. Yeah, so if anyone's like listening in HR rostering, please turn off now. But this is my tip is to basically go to your bank holidays and uh, go to, to, to times like St. Patrick's Day and Easter. And if you can tack your annual leave on around those holidays, you can really make serious stretches of the time off and create holiday windows for yourself. So just as an example, St. Bridget's Day is coming up. We, we have the Monday off as the bank holiday. But if you tack on the Friday and Tuesday, or if you tack on the Tuesday and Wednesday after the bank holiday, suddenly you're turning two days of annual leave into five days of holiday time. And so that can open up a lovely little opportunity to get away for a short break, to get away for a city break or winter holiday. And I kind of had similar around St. Paddy's Day and Easter. If you sit down and you do the maths around it, you can end up combining the two and turning just a handful of annual leave days into a really nice, comfortable break over that time. Okay, so yeah, you're not a magician, obviously. You're including the weekends (laughs) and the bank holidays, but it's about kind of maximising them. You see, you're right though. Once the HR people cop onto this, they'll be like, no way. You take a day either side of a bank holiday, they'll say that's essentially two weeks that you're not really focused on work at all. Two half weeks where you'll do nothing. But anyway... um, so listen, uh, I think St. Bridget's Day uh, caught a lot of people unawares and then St. Patrick's Day kind of catches people unawares every year in one sense in terms of making plans. The prices do go up for the bank holiday weekends. Any tips or any good deals available around those bank holidays? Yeah, it's getting late for Bridget's Day. But one thing I would say, if you can, or if you have booked the time off already, you're better off at this stage trying to get the Tuesday and Wednesday after it, rather than okay. a lot of people will be having on the Friday, coming back on Sunday or the Monday. Um, so if I, I look just as an example, on, I was looking at Ryanair's flight prices. So if you fly out on the Friday or the Saturday of Bridget's weekend, you're going to pay 161 for the outbound fare, whatever you do, roughly. If you come back on Tuesday the 6th, so you're stretching it a little bit. It's €295. Euro. But if you come back on Wednesday, the 7th, it's only €65. Euro. So you can see the minute the bank holiday starts to recede into the distance, the fares just go off the cliff. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. If you are the person who has the Tuesday and the, the Wednesday booked as two days, creating this five or six day leave window, that's how you can start to benefit. There are still a couple of packages out there, Brendan. I was looking at... Click and Go has four-star Algarve packages over the Bridges Day weekend from about €413 per person. That's with uh, four nights with the flight and with the four-star accommodation. And I saw Cassidy Travel as another travel agent has a city break to Prague for €369 per person. So you can do it. One other example here at home, I was looking at resorts around Ireland. Tullfaris is a resort in County Kildare with uh, golf and a spa. If you go... uh, Friday to Sunday, two nights B&B and a dinner is 468 for two people. But if you go Sunday to Tuesday, taking the Tuesday as the extra day off, obviously, drops to 338. So it's just, just a kind of a, an insight into how you can say Okay, so it's just trying to dodge around the, the, the peak times a little bit. Um, Easter then, which is really early this year, isn't it? It's, it? Presumably that's a good time to stretch a bit of annual leave. 
It is now. You won't. This, but we won't be the only ones thinking it. <laughs> you could, you could be okay. assured of it, because you know the way. You have to. You, you've got the school holidays and everything feeding into this. But yes, look, I, I did my maths. I took a look at it, and if you combine it, particularly with St. Pat, the St. Patrick's Day holiday, St. Pat, the, the, the bank holiday there is Monday, March the 18th. But you're right. Easter comes at the end of March. So technically, if you combine the annual leave days there with the public holidays, you could turn eight days of annual leave into 17 days off. Now, not everybody's going to go away on a holiday for that length of time, but there are good, still good deals out there for families getting away over Easter. And the are there, though? Because Easter tends to be very dear, isn't it? It can, but the, the thing is that it's a... It's not just the one week like the midterm. So you do have, depending on when you go and when you come back, you have a little bit more flexibility in that. And particularly if you can go midweek uh, and go on things like city breaks. But I am seeing out there, I took a look at Sunway, for instance, a, a, a different travel agents. They have um, seven night Costa del Sol holidays for two adults and two children during the Easter period from 549 per person. So that's four-star self-catering. But there's a similar price for four-star all-inclusive in Turkey over a similar period from 525 or so. So depending on where you go, Turkey and Morocco are always going to be a little bit cheaper and you'll make a lot of savings on all-inclusive there than the lights of the Algarve and the Canaries and the Spanish resorts that we all go to so often. Um, you have another kind of a hack suggestion. So the school holidays in, in uh, Northern Ireland can be shorter, I think, at Easter and summer, fall different days to holidays in the Republic. So you were saying some people could save money by flying out from Belfast or Derry if it suits. I think it's worth a look. If we're all shopping around and you're trying to save the pennies and you're putting together your own your own holidays, and you don't live too far from Belfast. This will work better for, the, I don't know, someone living in, in Monaghan or, or Dublin than it will for someone living in West Cork, obviously. But, Brandon, ha, ha, listen to this. I took a look at uh, Brian Air flights to Faro now uh, over the St. Bridget's Day weekend. And obviously, they, they, this is just a small sample and they change all the time of that. But flying out from Belfast was £14.99. Flying out from Dublin, €243. Euro. Wow, uh, okay. And... And it was, uh, I looked ahead and I thought, well, that, that seems fairly dramatic. I looked at the May Bank holiday weekend and it's a similar, it's £75 from Belfast International, €221 Euro from Dublin uh, if you go on May the 2nd and sort of a similar savings to come back on May the 7th. So it's worth a look. If you feel like you want to get up, you may, it's a smaller airport in Dublin. That the, um, if the drive isn't too long, and the other thing, point about Northern Ireland, you made a great point about their school holidays. They also have another airline we don't have here, EasyJet, and EasyJet is very much the kind of Ryanair model, flying from Belfast um, as well. So it's worth looking into. Not okay. everyone is comfortable uprooting the whole family holiday and trying something new like this. But if you're trying a, a little city break or a whiz away as a couple, and you're a bit more, you know, easy going, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, listen, just general questions before you go then. Is the prices of holidays and package holidays and that gone up again this year? And also, are people uh, shifting holidays to earlier in the summer, maybe May, June, more shoulder season to avoid the heat in Southern Europe? 
Well, first of all, yes, they are going up. I, I don't, I, unless you are one of the the, the pe- people who can travel, you know, flexibly outside of school holidays, you're definitely going to be paying more for your holidays this year. And I, I, I think um, reading everything from what's coming from airlines to tour operators to hotels, I'd guess between 10 and 20 percent for the equivalent of what you paid last year. It's going to go up. One way people are looking now, and, and this, this is holidaying around the peak period. Um, it became we, we were spoke, speaking about it in a new way last year because of the extreme weather, the wildfires we had the, in roads, the extreme temperatures, and so on. Yes, anecdotally, I do know of more people that are looking at holidays in May, June, and September to try it. And also at slightly different regions, like maybe instead of southern Spain, they're trying northern Spain, mm. where there's lots of routes to places like Santander and Bilbao and that. Brendan, it's not going to change overnight. This isn't going to be the flick of the switch, because for generations, whole holiday industries have been built up around July and August in the southern Mediterranean. There's an enormous infrastructure, airlines, everything. I think there'll be a bit of wait and see. There'll be a few people who go off in June and the rest of us will watch them and we'll all see what happens, the weather this year again. You could see the beginning of a trend here, but I'd say largely business as usual. Okay, Paula Cornelia, thank you very much.